concept is, and this is something that I heard from Rosh Hashanah from this Fasemes, that there's no Havdalah at the end of Purim, which means that if you're really tuning in, it's, it's always Purim. And, uh, and how does Tisha B'Av factor in such a, it seems to be non-Purim, but it can't be, everything is Purim. So how does Tisha B'Av factor in? And we're going to see the way that it factors in very particularly and specifically, is for us people who feel, I'll speak for myself, small, feel small. There's been, that we had such great leaders when I was a young teenager, that we're still, a bunch of them were still alive. And you know, nobody ever really replaced Moshe Feinstein, nobody ever really replaced Rav Soloveitchik, nobody really replaced the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Nobody really replaced um, Rav Shach um, and, 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 and Rav Zalman, Rav Zalman uh, Shlomo Zalman Auerbach. It's hard. Where are they? Where are the voices that are like a little bit like gigantic? It's hard to find these days. There's still big souls, but it's like each little group here and there. And um, there's a tremendous, tremendous strengthening for us as quote unquote, <laughs> yay! <laughs> you got a, a, a full entrance. This is Maya, everyone. But <laughs> um, so, um, uh, as we're going to see, this is this relationship because Purim has a really, really special dynamic to it. That there's not just one central person, there's Mordechai and Esther. And really, Mordechai is sending her inspiration, but it's really Esther who does it, who saves the day. It's really absolutely Esther who saves the day. 
That, I submit, is each of us. Is each of us. And the Tisha B'Av, as you're going to see, we're going to learn this step by step. Tisha B'Av is the day of the year where we go into the Melech and we say, like it says in the Midrash Rabbah, and Esther Rabbah, we saw it a few times, every time it says HaMelech Stam, it doesn't say HaMelech HaChashverosh, it means Melech Malchi HaMelachim. And when she goes in, and she says, "Latan Esther Hamaka Avatumar Imatzasi Chen Beinecho Hamelech Vimamelech Tov Tina Sein Li Nafshi Vishelasi Veami Vevakashasi Kinim Karnu Ani Veami." Lashmid la roi gula bedidu lavadim lishvachois nimkarnu echerashti kenetzar shove nezek hamelech. Unbelievable. She goes in, this is where we read Eichatrop, we read the Tishabav tune on Purim, right? And she says, please, hamelech, please, can you give me my soul back? Can you make Amishel be okay again? Can you save us from destruction? We've been sold away. We've been sold away. And then Achashver says, And she says, she points straight at all the evil in the world. And then the, the, the Pasek says an unbelievable thing. And then here it says, And it's a Malka Stam. What does that mean? What is a Malka Stam? A Melech Stam is a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Who's the Malka? That's Am Yisrael, I think. That's Am Yisrael, right? And it's Am Yisrael as Hashem's, so to speak, beloved, as Hashem's crowned queen. This is us. Yeah, being, being the queen, mamash, right? Tisha B'Av, it's such an intimate and deep day. In Eicha, it says, Kara alai mo'ed, and that has halachic significance, it's called a mo'ed. It's a word for holiday, an appointed time, a special time, which is why we don't say tachanun on and even on Mincha, Erev Tishabav, we don't say. And even people who say Tikkun Chatzot during the daytime, which is a minhag to do a special tikkun, daytime Tikkun Chatzot during the three weeks, don't do so on Erev Tishabav because it's already getting close to this holiday, to this time of closeness. We're going, we're being invited in. And to cry about uh, Am Yisrael's situation. And we're being empowered. And as much as it feels that we've lost so many of our leaders and our direction, but their words and their Torah are with us. Their Ruach, the Ruach of all the Tzaddikim is with us. And Mamish, somehow, we can do it. We can do it. Somehow, we can go in there and pull on Hashem's heartstrings. Not in the same way as Elul, where we're taking our responsibility and doing tshuva. We're just crying about how far we are from Hashem. We're just, Hashem, how can you let this happen? How can you let this happen? So we're going to learn about this. Bezat Hashem. And the first step is Esther's own pain when she hears about this. The second step that we're going to see is Mordechai, what Mordechai communicates to Esther. And then the third step is what Esther then says, okay, here's the plan. Okay, so there's Esther's pain, Mordechai's communication to her, and then Esther's, okay, here's the plan. Okay, which involves her going into the, to the king and, and doing Tisha B'Av, right? Okay, so we'll get there in a minute, little step by step. So the first step is that she sends out 
her messenger, which probably was Daniel, Ladaas ma ze ze. What was this for and why did this happen? And the Mafashim say that she could have just said Maze. Why did she say Maze Ve'al Maze? So the Medrash answers this and says, We're in uh, Medrash Rava Esther Parsha Chet Ois Dalid. She said, We've never had such pain. We've never had such, such, a, such, such, such trouble. Shema kafru Yisrael beze eli ve'anvehu. Could it be the word ze, the first ze, is when the, part of the song at the sea. We said, this is my God, and I will beautify him. Right? Or, nave also means I will build him Aselo bait. I will build for him a home. Rabbi Samikdash. Veshema kafru baluchot. Or maybe they are, um, what's the word for kafru? Uh, they're not believing, rejecting. There's, there's a better, they're heresy, right? There's, some, there's, some, there's all these good uh, religious uh, angry words that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they, they're koifrim in, in the luchos that says mize u mize hem ktuvim. The luchos, the, the, the letters cut through all the way to from one side to the other side. Mize u mize. So the word ze is in ze eli, and, and ze is also in the luchos. And what's fascinating about these two things is, first of all, her fear. Could it be, right? Doubtful about Amisrael's connectivity with Hashem. Have we broken those bonds? Of Zekeli van Veyu, of the Luchos, have we broken those bonds? Which we see the first time Amalek came and attacked us. The Amisrael doubted, is Hashem with us or not? Right? And what does that mean? Whether we're doubting, is Hashem with us or not? At the end of Parshat Peshalach. What does that mean? It's not that we were doubting God. We were doubting, were we worthy? Are we good enough that Hashem is with us or not? Are we good enough? The moment you get into that thought, <laughs> there's a rabbit's hole down there. And you can, get, you can start freaking out, right? And this is Esther's major scare. Could it be? Is that why this is happening so badly? Could it be? Amisel has completely lost its sense. Now, what are these two sides? On the Luchos, it says, Anoichi Hashem Elokecha. We have a suffix of God's name. Your God. In the song at the sea, it says, Ze'eli, my God. Right? These are two very important expressions. One from us to God, and one to God to us. Where God allows God's name to have a suffix of, of uh, a possessive suffix. Mine, yours, right? And the first one is my God, right? And that happened actually first, before the giving of the Torah. Very fascinating thing. That's the order of how things work. First, and like we have also in the Shmonesrei, Elokeinu velokeavaseinu. Before the God of tradition, before the God even of the Torah, is my God. My God who's, who swoops in and splits the sea for me. My God. My heroic God who's with me. Right? This is the first, that's that first level of bonding. Right? And then there's this revelation Rashi says, at the splitting of the sea, God was like dark-haired warrior coming to help us. And at the giving of the Torah, he was like a white-haired wise man teaching us Torah. I have a little of both, so... <laughs> but in any case, so there's the... <clears throat> and so Rashi even says that God had to tell them, it's me, it's the same God who swooped in and saved you, who's now teaching you Torah. Like it's, it's, every time you learn Torah, you're learning Torah from the heroic miracle God also. It's not just only the Torah God. Like it's, it's a Rashi, it's a, it's a far out Rashi. In right. any case, I'm the one who took you out from Egypt. It's me, me. Now that I'm teaching you Torah, it's still me. The Zeh of Zeh Keli Van Vehu, which when we're having miracles and a sense of God in our life, you say, oh, this is my God. Yeah, this is what I want. And then when Hashem is teaching Torah to us, it's I am your God. It's maybe a little harder to like... Okay, yeah, I should do this, I should do that, you know. He said, no, no, but I'm the same God that you said, by God. <laughs> so, the dark-haired God, the, the helping God, right? The one who, who's there for you, right? That, learn a little bit. It's, it's the same God, right? That's Zeh 
So Mordechai then comes in and tells her, and this is one of the most far out midrashim. It doesn't appear in Masechet Megillah, and it's something that's only here, and very few people ever heard of this. about everything that had happened. What, when had it happened? Bachalom, in a dream. Very poor in there. Hey Esther, remember that dream I used to tell you when you were a little girl? What dream? Ah, oh, that dream that there were these two huge monsters. Shnei taninim gedolim. Vayariu zeli They were screaming out, and then the other monster came up. And there's, everyone's afraid. And he told her this when she was growing up, because there's this very intense dream that he had. And everyone was afraid. And the earth was shaking from these two huge, scary monsters. And they started to fight with each other. And all the nations of the world were just running for their lives. And in between them was one, this one little nation, in between these two humongous, humongous warring lizards. All the other nations of the world stood up against this little goy to destroy it from upon the land. And at that day was darkness to all of existence, the whole world. And this little nation was in great trouble and called out to Hashem. Meanwhile, the lizards are fighting with each other with great anger and fighting and no one could separate them. And Mordechai looked in the dream and there was this one little spring of water that suddenly appeared and started to flow in between the two lizards. <clears throat> and it grew bigger and bigger until the water separated between the two fighting lizards. It got stronger too. It was a mighty river. It was a river. Shuv flowing through the whole land, and then he looked, and the sun had come up. And the world was filled with light. And this little goy, this little nation became great. And all the other great ones were brought low. And there was peace and truth in all the land. All, all, ever since then, Mordechai had been holding on to this dream. It made a huge, a huge impression on him. There's lots of interpretations. What does the Mayan mean? What does the lizards mean? I'm not going to get into it now. Just the imagery itself is powerful. It's like it's sometimes better not to sort of ruin it with too much commentary. It's just, there's this whole images that he had, right? And he held on to this. And when, when trouble started with Haman, This is this, remember this dream I used to tell you when you were a little girl. It's happening. It's happening. Now stand up. Ask for help from Hashem. And pray for your people and for your land. <clears throat> Mordechai is strengthening all of us, not just Esther with this dream. He's telling us, do you remember the dream world? Do you remember that there's real goodness? And that we're 
fighting for the greatest mamish God consciousness for the universe, for all people. Do you remember how deep this goes? How profound our souls really are. Don't forget that dream I told you when you were little. Hey, it's time. It's happening now, right? It's real. We can do this. Go for it. Like activating that child hero within us. I, the wise old tzaddik who's not with you, you're stuck alone in, in, in <coughs> such Varish's palace, in this weird hall of mirrors reality, whisked away from everything you were used to, stuck in, in, a, in, in, a, in a Kafka-esque, insane situation. When I'm activating that child hero within you that remembers the dream I told you while you were growing up. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Thank you. I need like constant. Uh... <laughs> thank you, thank you. The spring that grows exactly. Mayim of Torah. There are many Mephars who say this, this, this water is the, the, the blessings and the Torah and the prayers of the, of the small children in their little kindergartens. That's what it is, right? Which is, as we know now, as we all better know now, that's our own inner child, right? That's still there. That is absolutely, completely fine, and is still there, and remembers this dream, and that the tzaddikim told us this, that you are special, and you can do so much. You can. You can go in there and dab in and ask, Tishabav is coming. So, and he says to her, right? Al tidami benafsheich lihimaleit beit hamelech. Right? What does al tidami mean? Don't have bad imagination. Have good imagination. Remember the dream. Don't imagine how you can get by. Right? We're all, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I mean, I'm trying. The world has become so insane the last bunch of years. I'm just trying to, like, get by, you know, do, make sure the kitchen is clean after Shabbos. <laughs> like, <laughs> how many big goals do I really have anymore? Gewalt, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we have to do all these little things. I'm not knocking the little, the little things are big. But, Al-Tidami b'nafsheikhli malet beit ha-melech. Please don't lose your imagination to lose yourself in the hall of mirrors of Achashverosh's palace. Don't do that. Use your imagination to remember the dream that I told you when you were growing up about the two lizards. You ever hear this, Jerry? The dreams. Show them, Jerry. <laughs> and Mordechai, I just have to repeat it for Jerry because it's too cool. And everybody could bear just a little bit repeating. Mordechai would tell Esther while she was a little girl about this dream of these two huge lizards that were fighting each other and there was one little nation stuck in between them and all the nations of the world were running and screaming and wanted to destroy this little nation and then suddenly a stream started growing bigger and bigger into a mighty river and it separated between the two lizards and they were, it doesn't say what happened to them but they left the scene and then the sun rose and everything was good and he used to tell her this while she was growing up and then when this whole thing started with Mordechai, with, with, with Haman and, and Achishver she said, hey Esther he said, he said he said, Hey, Esther, the dream, remember that dream from when you were little? Right? He's activating the hero child. The hero child within her, within each of us. Remember there's a dream. Remember there's something so much bigger than our rational minds. That there really is this great battle. And somehow... This, this water can grow. The Farshim says the water of the Torah and the tefillah of those small children. It can absolutely separate between them and there can be great healing. And Al-Tadami b'nafsheich li ma'leit beit use your imagination for good, right? Use the force, Esther. 
Don't go to the dark side. Use the force. Use it positively. Remember the dream I told you when you were little. It's real and it's happening. I... And suddenly, incredibly, Esther gets up. Right. So now we've done one and two. Esther's, Esther was afraid. Ze and ze. Could it be? The depth of connection that I want to make a home for God. Which is so precious. And the depth of Torah where Hashem says, Noich Hashem Elokecha. Both of them with the suffix. Eli, Elokecha. Could it be that we've lost that connection? And then Mordechai says, Uh-uh, we didn't lose it. It's just time for the dream. Time for you to step in. Now, passing you the, whole, the Sefer Torah from all the generations, you hold it now. It's for you. Now it's for you. You can go into the mouth. You, you can, he didn't tell her what to do. He says, you can figure this out. And it's clear that he doesn't tell her what to do. Because then what does he do? All, all he tells her is, how does he communicate to her? The dream. Right? That's it. And al-tadamim and sheikh which is more about dimayon. Use your dimayon the right way. Right? What? For sure, he did not tell her what the plan was. How do we know that he didn't tell her what the plan was? Because now step three, Esther's response, what her plan is. Fast for me, nobody eat or drink three days long. Now what were those three days? 13th, 14th, 15th of Nisan. Technical issue. What? Yeah, it's, well, they were, didn't have a korban, but it's Pesach. They have to eat matzah. They have to have, how can you fast? There's, it's Seder night. Right? Pesach. He sent her back. How can we do that? Obviously, it was not his plan, right? If he had a complaint on it, right? <laughs> Clearly, it came from her. Clearly, it came from her. What the tzaddikim give us is a connection to that, to the to positive imagination, and that you can do it, and that this whole story has been waiting for you. We're not there anymore. We can't help you. Where's Where's the Moshe Feinstein? Where's the Shemuzal Ben Arbach? Where's the Babacher Rebbe? Where's Where's Rav Salvechik? Where's Where are all the great leaders? There are some Gavaldic souls, thank God, nowadays. But we're all feeling so small and lost. Where are those leaders? They're sending us this message. They're sending us Mordechai and all the tzaddikim. They're sending us this message. Even though we're not here with you and you're alone in the palace of the king, and it's a scary place and it's a freaky place, I can't belittle how freaky it is. It's freaky. It's freaky, freaky, freaky. We go, what we go through, what our minds, we go through on the inside, right? There's, used to be there were Cossacks on the outside, and there are still some people who want to kill us, for sure. <laughs> but, by far, for most of us, the biggest battle is the Cossacks on the inside. Hacking away at our sense of meaning. Hacking away at our sense of self. Self-esteem, life, goals, family. Oh my God, <laughs> it's insane. We're in, if we were ever in the Hall of Mirrors of Akashverosh's palaces now, and how, and our health and our everything, it's insane, and the economy, and the chule, and, the, and politics, and everything's just, <laughs> what's going on? So, but Altadam, please don't hide in the palace. Don't do that. We have this precious day coming where we can really cry to Hashem. A mo'ed, no ta'chanun. Tishabav, it's still Purim all year. We never said Avdala. It's a Vort Tishabav is the day where we go into the Melek, to the deepest place, and just cry. It's not Yom Kippur, we're, we're going in and the incense, we're going in, we just cry. <coughs> so, that's, so, right? It gets even stronger, the Mepharshim bringing the Yalkut, that, 
that he said to her, what about Pesach? And she said, she said, she said to him, if there are no Jews, how will there be Pesach? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, but in another Gears and the Yalkut, it says, she said back to her, Zekenan shel Yisrael, elder of Israel, right? She's speaking back to him. The little, you know, this, oh, she's, I'm sure of this, she's representing us. Elder of Israel, I know you care so much about the rules and everything, and, 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 and the Torah, the Hakol, Ken. Im ein Yisrael ba'olam, ma ha-mitzvot yafim, im Yisrael enam, lama Torah. <laughs> Powerful stuff, right? I'm sorry, sir. And you know this. Zeh keli comes before Anoi Cheshem. Kewalt, you know. <laughs> and how do we know he agreed? Because he went out and told everybody fast for three days, right? <laughs> I always picture her going like, you know this thing? <laughs> Obviously they weren't face to face, but it's that energy, like... Elder of Israel, with Torah, with the Jews, Jews, you know. <laughs> we come first, yeah, that's good, cast to me, right? And he's like, and he turns around and says, okay, everyone fast, you know, time to fast. There will be no Pesach this year. Can you imagine such an announcement from the Gal Hador? There will be no Pesach this year, we will be fasting. But Mordechai, no, right? Why, Esther said, the child hero who remembers the dream. And that's where this came from. As soon as she entered the dream, a mystery interlocking thing happened in the depths of Esther's soul. She knew what to do, and he didn't. She knew what to do. He gave her that inspiration. We need our tzaddikim. But they need us too. This is a pillow, right? Oh, a little fidgety today, ADD. Okay. The ADD kids are the best ones. <laughs> Every kid is the best. Ah, shout out to Marla, my English teacher in grade one, who let me run up and down the halls. When, when we first transitioned from playing all day to being at desks. <laughs> this is before they had drugs, thank God. <laughs> so I just had energy, so she let me run out my energy. Genius, right? Probably I'm a rabbi because of her. Probably. Anyway. Otherwise I would have thought of myself as like a problematic person. And, and you know, I'm a boom. V'chulei, v'chulei. I still think of myself as a problem. <laughs> it's not the sham. <laughs> the good side. The good side. The good kind of problems. <clears throat> okay. Almost done. Now, the thing is, right, that... Tishabov began, right, with the spies. What happened, right? The spies came back, remember this? The spies came back. They said, we'll never be able to get into Eretz Yisrael. They said, the people are stronger. And the, the, the Gemara says, unbelievable, mimenu, then God. Now, what kind of a thing is that? How could they say the people, those nations, they have really big, what did they have? Catapults, they didn't have guns, you know, how, they're stronger than God. <laughs> but... Rav Nassan says, and the other Mephash, excuse me, say, it means, excuse me, it means that um, we, it's the same issue, we won't be able to be good enough to have God on our side. And adds a Meshechachma, a Mer Simcha Midvinsk, also known as the Or Sameach. He adds an unbelievable thing. He says, why were the spies so afraid to go in? Why didn't they want to go in? Because they knew that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't going in. How can we go in without the tzaddik? How can we go in without our great, great, fearless leader? We'll never make it. Chazak men will be stronger, of course, of them, even if we have God on our side. But we see how bad we were on the desert, and if it wasn't for Moshe, we wouldn't be here. So how can we go in there without Moshe? We'll never make it. Right? And Khalif said, We can do this. And he sounded crazy. We can do it. Even without Moshe, you're nuts. What do you mean you can't? How can we, we couldn't have made it through this desert even. How are we going to go in there and fight and have this chus to win and the miracles that we need and everything? What's going to happen? Who's going to even carry Moses' staff after he dies? It, it, we'll never forget about it. Right? 
unbelievable parish on the Meraglim. Right? That's, this is the Meshach Chochmah. How can we go in there without Moshe? But Kalev said, no, Adarabah, right? <sighs> Dafka. Dafka, you, Esther, alone. A, you know, he would go and check on her every day, but she was stuck in the house, in the palace of Achishverosh, like we. Like we are maybe, you know, she was only one person. We're stuck in, in the most craziest ways, all of us. <laughs> and it's insane. <clears throat> and I'm just passing on to you this dream, this dream world, the dream world, and just reminding you that we each have, and reminding myself, is that the shem. There's a child hero in there. And maybe he's not going to make a huge, you know, uh, revolution, but maybe I'll go, can go in there and really cry into Shabbat. Maybe I can find in that special meeting I have with the Melech, maybe I can find, uh, you know, all kinds of new plans, all kinds of new things that nobody ever thought of. Who knows? Even just getting together, the Babait Chevres, I don't know who thought of it, but it's beautiful. And every, every person who adds to it is so special. And really, Shiva Sarbatamuz also. What happened on Shiva Sarbatamuz, which starts off the three weeks? They broke the Luchas because Zeh Moshe Ha'ish. Lo Yadanu We don't know what happened to him. How can we be here? The Torah. The Torah is only for the big leaders. The Torah is not for me alone, by myself. How can I do it, right? What's that? Another Zeh. Another Zeh. That's the Zeh, right? Zeh Moshe, right? Another Zeh. Gavalt, right? Chet was that, exactly. Chet was that, as most of the Mepharshim, Ramban, Maral, and others, it was not a replacement of God, it was a replacement of Moshe. We all felt so bereft. We, 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 we need somebody to lightning rod the godly energy. If we can't have Moshe, we'll make a, a replica of this, the ox face on the chariot of the Merkava that we'll, that we'll be able to, you know, bureaucratize and automate and get automatic god power through it somehow. Right? Why? Because we can't imagine that we ourselves could receive the Torah. Can't imagine that we ourselves are each child heroes that can hear that and remember and we've heard we, this, this dream, it strikes a chord in our soul. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then we realize we, we can play. We, there's a chord in there, there's music in us, there's what to do, there's what we really can. And really the same is true, I would venture to say, even of Hasidus. All the great Rebbes are pretty much gone. There, there are Rebbes around, you know, some of them very special. of Rebbes of Gavol, there are a few. I mean, there's no more than a few, there are a lot of them, but it's like, where are all those great, the great, great Rebbes who could look at you and see who you really are and give you that strength? They're not gone. They're still passing us our that dream. All the great rabbis, the Baal Shem Tov, and Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak B'ditchever, Alter Rebbe, all the great rabbis of Nachum Nachum Chernobler, all the great rabbis, the Magid, all the great, great rabbis. In their day, how much influence did they really have? Not even that much. When Rabbi Nachman died, there were like 500 Hasidim who came to hear him speak. That was like his biggest ever get-together. 500 people. Nowadays, Uman, it's like 50, 70,000. I don't know if there's a war, it's a little more complicated. But, but, but the influence actually is much more. In a way, it's possible to say that the, the essential time where these tzaddikim are having an effect in the world is actually now. An amazing thing. <laughs> an amazing thing. So, I just want to read to you a little bit about when David HaMelech had this idea to build a house for Hashem, 
I'm just reading this to you because the, 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 the language is so intimate and it gets us back to that ze keliv and veyu, that personal connectivity with Hashem that we each have, which it's that that the tzaddik is awakening in us through the dream, through the subconscious, through that child hero power in us. And to hear this is really, really, really important. And to know that those things that maybe will bubble into our hearts after our good cry on Tishabav, after a cry not of despair, a cry of protest. Right? It's a cry of Hashem, how can you let this be? Eicha. How can this be? How can this be? And Hashiveinu Hashem Eilecha V'nashuva The deepest, deepest request, come on Hashem. Can't you see us? Can't you see our pain? How can you let this keep going? Tisha B'Av is that time on Purim, which is all year, where we're going into the king to really cry, Tina Senli, Nafshi, Sheila, see, we're going in, it's Purim. Please give me my people back. Please let us be real. Please get us out of all of our stupid imaginations. We're hiding away. We find some little nook in Achashverosh's palace and we think everything's going to somehow, we'll, we'll, we'll weather through it. Give us the good imagination, Hashem. Let us live for you. Chadesh Yameinu Kikedem. Whoa. Chadesh Yameinu Kikedem. It's an echa. Pretty amazing. Give us that ancient newness. Give us that ancient, what we, our soul remembers newness. We've become such creatures of habit. We're so stuck. Give us that newness. And it's going to bubble up within it. Here's Hashem. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'll get the birds of paradise for Shabbos. Mm. Or whatever, you know, I'm going to do, I'll, I'm going to go a little bit, I'm going to do a little, I'm going to think of things that I could do to, to put a smile on someone's face. I'm going to, I can't tell you what that is. It's only you know what that is. Like it's the deepest secret in the world. And maybe it will mean there'll have to be some exceptions to the normal way of things. Maybe Pesach has to be canceled. I mean, it's a little extreme, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's a time for extreme things. So I just want to read this to you about Hashem's response. David says to Nasan Hanavi, Re'ena Anochi Yoshev, this is Shmuel Bet, Pasuk, Pasuk Bet, Shmuel Bet, Perak Zion, right? Pasuk Aleph, Vahiki Hashavah Melech the king is sitting in his house, in his palace, David, King David, and Hashem, no, 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 no one's hurting him now. Look, I'm sitting in this beautiful wooden cedar house. And the divine ark is sitting in a tent. Whatever's in your heart, go do it. Hashem is with you, right? David again here is a little bit like Esther, right? And Navi, a little bit like Tzadik. Oh, you have an idea? Go for it. Go for it. There was, was there a mitzvah? Was there some, Whatever you're thinking, David. You, I can, you want to do something for Hashem? Go for it. That night, Nasan got an answer to David's request. This is a special time when Navim were around. You could daven and then the Navi would show up and tell you like an answer from Shemayim. <laughs> Lech ve'amartel avdi el David ko amar Hashem ha'ata tivneli vayit v'shivti will you build me a house to dwell in kilo yashavti b'bayit I never had a house l'miyom ha'lotiv meisom mitzrayim from the day I took them out from Egypt v'ad hayom hazeh till today v'yemi talech ba'om mishkan and I'm going around in a tent. And I don't know about you, but I don't sleep well in tents. No, that's not what he said. That's, what I, that's me. B'chol asher yitalachnu v'nei Yisrael ha'davar dibarati yitachad shivtei sal shitivti l'rodi am Yisrael l'emor lama lo v'nitem li betar azim. I never said to you, how come you're not building me a house? And you thought of it? 
ואתה כותם על ידי דוד, כה אמר השם. אני לקחתיך מן הנווה, מאחר הצאן, I took you from, from the sheep, סולך. להיות נגיד על עמי ישראל, to be a leader for all of עמי ישראל. ויהיה עמך בכל אשר הלכת. ואחרית את כל ימיך מדרך, ועשית לך שם גדול, and may I give you such success. And he said, but, he said, kill me Mecha, your son Shlomo will make it, right? So there's a little bit of an issue because David had fought too many wars. I didn't want somebody who had fought so many wars, but still, the response to this, and of course nobody's upset when it's their son who does it, right? The response to this is so, I find, like heartbreaking for this response from Hashem. It's like a question. Will you build me a house? And I never had a house. And I've just been going around. And it's like this unbelievable place of like looking up to David as somebody who's really helping out Hashem. It's really incredible. This is HaMelech v'Hamalka. Right? This is Amishel, David HaMelech, making us all into the Malka Mamash. Right? This is... This is, this is something so special. And when we're crying about the Beis HaMikdash, we're crying also about those little ways that we make space for Hashem, that we make space for Hashem in our lives too. The way that Hashem will respond to that. Ah, you got me the birds of paradise, flowers for Shabbos. You really went all out. You made it, whatever it is. You did something. It's so precious. Do you see how special this is? You have a lashon like this also by your Ravam. Your Ravam was a very evil king. And then he started to do a little bit tshuva, and Hashem says to Eliyahu, do you see your Ravam? He's starting to do tshuva. Hashem got like so excited about it. It's this other kind of vibe from Shemayim that you don't hear about as much. But it's really important. The moment that we become activated, that that dream world touches the child hero inside, and we become active, suddenly the greatest tzaddikim are at our service, and even a Kaddish Baruch is like, oh, thank you. There's this unbelievable turnaround. Unbelievable turnaround. That's, this is chadesh yameinu kekedim. Bring us back to the, to, to newness, to the newness that we remember that's in our soul. This is what we're davening for. And Bezat Hashem, this is, this is, this great fixing since Shiva Sarvatamos and Tishabav, where we say, oh, well, somebody else will do it. The big leaders will take care of us. How can we go into Israel without Moshe? How can we receive the Torah without Moshe? Somehow, we're meant to get this message from Moshe, from Mordechai, from Nasan and Navi, from all the tzaddikim. We can't do it for you. And even Hashem is like, oh, have you thought of something for me? For me? A house for me? Really? Me? <laughs> you thought of me? <laughs> this unbelievable thing. When, when that, when we can really wake up like that, that's, that's mamish, mamish. Life becomes a whole different, a whole new, a whole new, a whole new world. <laughs> Forgive me. Okay, it's a good one. Though, so uh, we should be, we should be the best Purim all year, all the time. We should be zelche to mamish go in there, to go in there and know we have all of Amisho behind us, the whole Torah with all of its rules are ultimately, ultimately secondary to this depth of connectivity. All the tzaddikim are just telling us, remember the dream world about true goodness. Remember you have this child hero inside you. And Mizat Hashem should be zachat to really open up plans that no one ever said before, no one could ever say before, and no one could ever know except us. Chaim l'chaim. Any questions or thoughts? Ah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you went to meditation. Okay, I should have said it too. Let's do let's do a child hero meditation. 
I'm into that. Let's see if we can find the child hero in there. Actually, I had a problem. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's such a gorgeous song, and every time I think about it, I think about you know the little kids in the streets of Yerushalayim, but mm. what you were talking about, like that inner child of us, like yes. we all are a part of that too, which just really yeah. makes me emotional and fills me with so much joy, mm. you know, because we are a part of that prophecy. Yeah. Each of us, we, we are Yeladim and Yelad, that's so beautiful. This whole room is only Yeladim and Yeladot. <laughs> we may look like 20s and 30s or whatever we are, <laughs> or 46 in my case, but uh, but we're yeladim v'yeladot legamre. Okay, so let's take, let's let's sit, let's feel the earth underneath us. The earth, well, there's a there's a floor, and then that floor is being held by foundations, and it's being held by the earth of Yerushalayim Yerakodesh. And even though there's been a lot of jumping up and down today and a lot of turmoil, but that earth is here and it is this same earth that we're going to be dancing on soon. Okay, we'll take a couple deep breaths. Let's say seven counts in, or five counts in, seven counts out. Story time. I hope we all, everyone in this room, had some story time as a child. I remember story time. Let's go back to story time. Remember how you used to sit? Maybe it was cross legged, maybe you were lying on your back, maybe you were leaning against someone. All is well with the world, and there was a story being told. And remember how the hero of the story, as you heard it being told, or the heroine, certain points in the story, you identified with that hero. You were part of them. And you felt that childlike sense. Of going out and doing what's right. Maybe like a feeling in the story of a little breeze caressing, blowing your hair a little in the wind. You're going to do what's right, and there's nothing to be worried about. Of course, of course we're going to do what's right. Before we had any 
condescending feelings about idealism. This is before that. This is just pure feeling. Of course, I'm going to do what's right. Of course, I'm connected to the goodness. Of course, of course I am. Try to identify where that feeling of connectedness to goodness, of courage, of can do. Try to identify where in your body that feeling is. feeling be and fill that part of your body. And then let it spread through your body. Just bringing light, courage, strength, all the way to the tip of your head. Relaxing the neck, shoulders, arms, tips of your fingers, through chest and back, belly, legs, knees, the tips of your toes. Just a golden sense. Connectedness to goodness. Courage, ability. simple fearlessness. Now we're going to take this feeling that is coursing through our veins, that is lighting up every limb, every bone, every vein, every muscle, every organ in us, and bring it now to the Zion of Tafshin Pekimol, to this 2023, bring it here into our adult selves. it here and give it love and let it teach us about the dream that we were told when we were children. And that now the time has come. When we're big, they're big now. And we're going to give this shining, loving feeling a big hug. And let it enter into every cell in our body and just be there for us whenever we need it. (sighs) 
One more deep breath, deep, big hug, and it's going into our cells. It's here because we are one being. in some white light from above the top of our heads just wash through us all the way through our bodies just help it bring us back to the present moment shining down through the top of our skull to our brain down to our eyes, nose, mouth, neck shoulders torso, back belly on our arms, out our fingertips, our feet, our legs, all the way down to the ends of our feet, washing through us, taking this experience down into the earth, where you shall lie. One more deep breath, and when you're ready, our eyes. <sighs> 